Hello everyone and welcome to The Stagey Place, the podcast where we here chat to those who make theatre happen. And on today's episode we have our wonderful guest host Sam Pout talking to Louis Emmett Stern, the writer of the Sell Out Vault Festival production I Fucked You In My Spaceship, which is now transferring to the Soho Theatre from the 19th of June until the 8th of July 2023. You can tell that these guys really know each other well because their chemistry in this interview is incredible. So I'm so excited today to present to you episode 105 of The Staging Place with guest host Sam Pout interviewing writer Louis Emmett Stern. Hi Louis. Hi Sam. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, good. That brilliant. was very high pitched, good, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it well, you very are good. good. You're yeah. high. You're yeah, high I'm feeling. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, what's well, been good? Uh, I mean, we are midway through the first week of rehearsals <gasps> for <gasps> I fucked in my spaceship. <gasps> brilliant. Um, which is why you're here. Yes. To talk to me about I fucked you in my spaceship. Yeah. What is it about? What 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 is I fucked you in my spaceship? Yes. So I fucked you in my spaceship is a play which follows two couples, one couple, Leo and Dan, who Leo has a fantasy about having sex with his boyfriend dressed as an alien, in an alien costume. Leo and Dan try it out and it just doesn't work. It's not working, the costume doesn't look good, the voice isn't right, and fantasy's not not really being pulled off. And so Leo and Dan suggest bringing a third person into the relationship to play the alien. And then the other storyline follows a couple, Anna and Emily, who are ready to start a family. And for several reasons, they decide that they want to have a biological child, but they don't want to go through a sperm bank. And so they end up finding a student called Robert to donate sperm for them. And he ends up through a series of events sort of moving in with them. And it's about how both these these people, these two other people in these relationships, sort of abduct and invade and a metaphor of what that what that means so mm. yeah it's a comedy sort of with a little bit of a twist exciting yeah is it so i'm just thinking aliens spaceships mm-hmm. is it set in the future is it sci-fi it's not set in the future <gasps> it's not quite the taper dystopia but it's i always i describe it as like a comedy drama with a sci-fi twist mm. and so co- i've had that cocktail fun, great <laughs> please do Tastes you, nice. can, you can you can get it from the soho theater <laughs> from the 19th of june to the 8th of july yeah so yeah I hope so. I think it plays, it starts very much out as a, a sort of a comedy and it's hopefully, you know, quite funny and, and a good good night out and has a good twist and hopefully a fun evening at the theatre. Brilliant. So yeah. it's at Soho Theatre. Mm-hmm. When at Soho Theatre? So we're at Soho Theatre. We open uh, on the 19th of June and we're there till the 8th of July, so we're there for three weeks. Brilliant. Um, and the upstairs space. Brilliant, lovely. But before it hits Soho, so you're rehearsing now and it's going to Soho. Yes. Where where does it start? Where has it been? Yeah, so this play, I mean, if we want to go all the way back in our spaceships. So I started writing this play. I wrote the first thing in this play during the first lockdown on like, as just as a random exercise for one of those Zoom playwriting things we all did. I, this scene really stuck with me. I didn't know what the rest of the story was wasn't sure there would even be the rest of the story and then wrote a scene sort of midway that's now sort of midway through the show and slowly started building from that and then I did a couple readings of the play and 
we had a slot at Vault Festival, which was really exciting. And so we worked towards that with Joseph Weiner, who's directing the play, who I've worked with before a number of times. And we have a really good relationship and we sort of wanted to do a project together. Um, so this sort of felt like a perfect opportunity for us to do that. Yeah, we prepared the show basically to go to Vaults, which is what we're, what we're coming off the back of when we were moving to Soho. We had an amazing time at Vaults. That's the Vault Festival uh, under Waterloo. Yeah. And we were really lucky. We had great reception. We sold out the run before we opened, which was pretty insane. And I mean, you saw it there. I think yeah, we had I a did. pretty good, yeah. we, had a, we had a pretty, I'm really grateful yeah, for the time Yeah, you sold out. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really exciting. And, and we had a lovely group of people working on the show then, most of whom are, are coming with us to work on the show at Soho as well. Brilliant, great. brilliant. But uh, I love the title. The title is so good. Did the title come first or the story? Or yeah, like... so I think I wrote the first scene of this play and the title is sort of a spin off a line a character says in the, in the first scene of this play. And so I wrote the first scene and then the title stuck, stuck with me. The rest of the play came around the title. Why do you like it? What is it about that title? There's something that's a bit poppy isn't it mm -hmm. do you know what I mean I think it stands out and I think it's think when you come see the play I think it's quite different to what people think it's going to be but I also think the title makes sense in the story as well mm. and I always sort of describe the sort of meaning of the title like as when I fucked in my spaceship sort of an obvious more mm. the, the on the nose sexual meaning of the title but also in like I fucked you over and I think even that or even the sort of double meaning of the title is quite fitting for the play and you're never quite sure it follows two characters who are never quite sure of what, what reality is true and whether they are overthinking things or whether what's happening in the play is really what's actually happening mm. and so yeah I think it's been a massive draw for a lot of people it definitely gets people interested yeah even people who aren't usually into theatre go that sounds a bit interesting that sounds a bit different it does um, it sounds like to me it sounds like a naughty pop rock song great that's great. What, which makes me that you need to release that you know also sam like we we were at vaults and we we're very aware like vaults is like i love vaults and uh, one of the great things is the big community of artists. But I think with that comes, I think uh, this year at Vaults was like 550 shows. And we're also trying to, you know, you're trying to interest people and stand out from that as well. And so there's the slightly more producery side of my brain, which is like the titles also, um, you know, it's part of marketing and you want people to be interested in the play. And so if you can get people interested from a title, I think hopefully they feel like they'd also be interested in coming to see the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's the importance of a title. Yes. And you've done it very well. Thank you. Well done. I think, I, I fear it might be the best title of my career. Oh, and really? that's it now. Yeah. Oh, no. I feel like you only get one, you only get one sweary title as well. Like, okay. oh, it's a bit gimmicky, isn't no, it? No, you but could give it another go. Do you think so? What, 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 which one would you choose next? Well, do you have, do you have one? <laughs> um, sure, really good titles. No, I'm not going to say that until Why? it's released. Why? Uh, watch until this space. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> So the journey that it's being on, yeah. so it started in your head during lockdown, went to vaults, that was amazing. Great. And then kind of like, what's happened between vaults and now? So you said like you've got returning cast, you've got Joseph coming back as well. Yes. Kind of like, what's, does it have to change? Are you changing anything? Do you know what? It's been so interesting. I think if you asked me this question last week, I would have had a different answer for you, but it's been really interesting to be back in rehearsals this week and it feels in many ways like a brand new show Good. which is really yeah. exciting yeah and i think we had a really intense a brilliant but very intense rehearsal period for the vault festival and we felt like we really mined the text there and it was so interesting to come back this week and discover new things about the play which i think was a lovely experience i mean 
We've got some new cast members joining us, which is really exciting. And we've, uh, I've been working with Joseph at the beginning of this week. And that's been really exciting because I think naturally have a preconceived idea of who the characters are anyway. And then when you've worked with different actors, you sort of have a preconceived idea about what they brought to the role. And then to see other actors uh, take on the role and do it totally differently and still absolutely understand the essence of the character. I think that's really exciting and new dynamics. So I think it should be really, hopefully if it's as, as exciting a performance as it is in rehearsal at the moment, then I think we're going to be okay. And then even our returning cast members as well, it's been great to, to be back in rehearsal with people who have come back to the show and see how performances are changing and developing and growing still as well, which is nice. I think that's nice about a longer run at Soho, so now we're doing three weeks. And what's quite exciting about that is being able to see how, how the show develops over the, the course of, you know, almost a month. The rehearsals now until the end of the run, what mm. the show will look like and, and how actors will, will learn and grow. And so. it's the kind of show where, like, you feel the audience in the space. Yes. So I think it would be really nice for, like, the actors to, like, evolve their understanding of, like, what lands, yeah. what's funny, what's not, what's yeah, shocking. of course. And it's the sort of thing, like, you never really know if anything's yeah. going to work until it, it's going in front of an audience. And we're yeah. lucky that we've had that experience. Mm. But you still, you know... And I think, But I think it's hopefully exciting, you know, not only for people who have never seen the show before or who didn't get a chance to see it at Vaults because we, we sold out, but also for people who did see the show at Vaults and would be interested to come back and see it again. Hopefully there's something new and different there. Mm. Um, I so mean, everyone should come. Yes, basically, come back again. Yeah, <laughs> everyone come on. should come, come back. When people do come back, what are they going to experience? Like, what's the atmosphere like? That's a really good question, and by that I mean I have no answer. That's <laughs> Which cool. Is great because you're making me think about things that I haven't thought about. That's my job. So what what do an audience what will an audience experience when they come and see the show? Mm-hmm. This is a really I'm really excited that this show is happening in the summer. I think it's a great show for the summer because I think it's a good laugh. It doesn't take itself too seriously and it's quite light, I think. And even though I think it packs quite a lot in, I think it does it in a way that's that's enjoyable. And I think coming out of the pandemic, I know it's sort of been said time and time again, but I was really interested, interested in writing essentially a big comedy for all my friends to do. And I think after we've sort of done it at Vaults and we're doing it again, now I really do feel like that's what I'm doing is which it. is really lovely because nice. we've become such a family yeah. so I think hopefully you can feel that camaraderie and the, and the sort of family feel that we have as a company when you come to see the show but I also think it's quite a ride and I think is it? yeah <laughs> strap in then I think yeah I think so I don't know maybe you think differently after seeing the show well, but I no, think yeah. that you do there's a great thing and we, Joseph and I have been talking about it in rehearsals whereby you get the audience side by making them laugh and then sort of 40 minutes into the play all the laughter very much stops and we're at a point I think there's also something really interesting about the play where there's, there's bits where the audience aren't sure whether to laugh or not mm-hmm. which is I think quite exciting yeah, 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 and that you play with that as well for sure so, you don't know what's going to happen next yeah I think yeah. it's definitely got a couple of surprises in for an audience as well that's exciting so, yes even for me who's someone who I have seen it as well already I, I hope so yeah. I think even being back in rehearsals there's bits that I'm laughing at that I forgot or we're finding new things again and mm. it feels really You're fresh like, oh I'm funny yes oh no <laughs> not me it's these brilliant actors yeah, making yeah, yeah. my yeah. semi moderate writing seem very good yeah no Thank you. You're better they than are. That. Oh, you're too kind. Everyone's good. Oh, um, no, it does feel, it feels really interestingly fresh and it feels like moments that maybe landed before are still landing in really different ways. And I think that's exciting and hopefully you can take something away. And I think, I think there's something interesting about this play as well that 
once you've seen it once, you know how it ends. There's something quite interesting about coming back and watching that from the beginning. Yeah. Because I think that you can pick up on things. You're almost trying to work out what's what's happening through the play. It's like Inception. Yeah. You just you just get something new every time. So when I saw it in, in vaults, there's no set. There's kind of like one significant prop, but there's no sets. Uh-huh. And it's kind of all music and lighting. Kind of like, within your writing, do you just write a blank world for a director to come in and decide where it is? Mm -hmm. Or do you kind of... Or was that kind of more Joseph's interpretation? Kind of like, because I think it's really interesting having like a blank, because it's very Mike Bartlett. It's like quite Carol Churchill, not like Jez Butterworth at all. Yeah. Like something like that. So like, is that a choice? Is that you kind of like saying, here, here, director, do what you want? Sure. For this play, absolutely a choice. And so from the very beginning knew that I wanted to write it in a way only be performed or should only be performed on a blank stage just with actors and words and so that means no set no prop we don't use lighting to indicate time or place and we also don't use mime so what that means is director Marion Elliott has a great phrase for this which is like the word ballet and so it invites the audience to be active participants in the show and because they are inside the words with the actors going on the journey with us and there's something really exciting about that when there's a character that's that's talking about a cup of coffee they've got in their hand, but they don't literally have a cup of coffee in, the, in their hand. The audience starts to key in and, and, and imagine the situation with us. And I think that for this play, that does something really interesting because we followed the two central characters who at a certain point in the play aren't quite sure what's real and maybe what they are imagining in their own heads. Mm. And as an audience, when we have set up these rules with an audience, between, between the actors and the, and the writer and, and the people watching the play, whereby, right, you're gonna imagine the words as we're saying them. When that starts to become unsure of, hopefully an audience starts to feel how these two main characters feel in the play. So does that mean your play now mm -hmm. could be a radio play or like a podcast, kind of an episode series thing? Yeah, I think it could be a podcast or a radio play, but I think there's something inherently theatrical about this type of work happening on stage because we're all collectively engaging in the metaphor that is theatre, really we know that the actors on stage are not these people in real life. We're all suspending belief anyway, even in a hypernaturalistic play. So there's something that when we're suspending belief like two steps further in this case, and we've only got the words, and I'm going to believe you when you tell me that you're sat in a car, even though you're not, or I'm going to believe you that you tell me when you tell me that you're wearing a pink tutu, even though I can see you're not. There's something that's quite theatrical about that, I think that comes alive quite on stage and play with that and there's comedy can come out of that and also I think moments of shock and and change can come out of that as well that that happen in the discrepancy between those two things so I think that's really interesting mm. and I'm really enjoying seeing it on stage and I'm really enjoying watching an audience go on the journey with us and jump on board with that I think mm. that's something really interesting to watch every night. Mm. Okay, well, th that sounds so exciting. Tell me again, Brilliant. when is it? So it's at Soho Theatre, when is it? 19? So it's at the Open on the 21st, but the our previews are, are on sale and they're for from £13. So hopefully come along if you can. And then through the run, there's also concessions for students and access and other groups as well. So come along, whoever you are, wherever you are. 
Come and have a, come and have a yeah, laugh. Yeah, so let's all splash the cash. Yeah. Let's all come and have a fun time with you. Yes. I've got one last question. The all-important yeah, question. Yeah. yeah, and this is everyone. We ask everyone this question on the stage sure. place. Because of the title, because, you know, we are in a stage place right now. We are. We're in Theatre Delhi. We're in Theatre Delhi. I've never Rehearsal been here before. Rehearsal Studios, Liverpool Street. It's lovely. It's kind of chaotic. Yes. Kind of, it's yeah. really fun. It feels kind of uni-vibe. I again. hadn't... The last time I was here was when we rehearsed the show, the mm. Vault Festival, mm. and I came back in this morning and it very much filled with feel, all that it feels like the BBC if it were a university sure it feels sure very much love that. that you're giving everybody great press quotes today aren't you I feel well, like, I feel like Theatre Delhi you've got to get on you've got to update I never there. say the bad things on record <laughs> is that true Sam? Uh, yeah, so true so true, so true. <laughs> well, there's no bad things to say so my last question for you is yeah. what is your staging place? If you say Theatre Delhi, that's fine. But <laughs> is there anything else? I do feel very stagey. Where, um, yeah, where do you feel most stagey? But I think this is really interesting. I think where I think I do my best work as a writer is probably in the least stagiest place, mm-hmm. which I'd always say is sort of my childhood bedroom back at home right. in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. I sort of wrote the first draft of this there. I wrote the first draft of pretty much most of the things that I've written so far I've felt very very stagey back there mm. I'm not sure what that is I don't know if that's because that's the space is that in, in a specific room or like wherever your parents are e- no it's a specific the specific spe- room my childhood bedroom and my, and my desk I don't know if that's just because that room is where I first fell in love with theatre or where I discovered that I loved plays or mm. or just because there's something about and I think speaking to other writers like, I think people can sort of relate is that there's something about going home isn't there and the, the stories that that has and the other feelings and the, the the history that that somewhere like that has for you that just feels very like either you can get down and focus and write or that it's it's sort of full of a place where you can feel raw emotions of a story mm. so i don't know maybe that's, that's all not true i'm just weird but yeah no i think you're right the kind of like the formative place yeah your most formative area has anyone ever asked was. you where your stagey place is I think someone has actually. Sure. I can't remember. So actually. I'm not very original. I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. I I'd care. <laughs> what about my stage of place? Yeah. Well, I'm afraid we don't have any time to talk about my stage of place. No, I'm joking. I don't know. I literally don't know how to answer that question. I think sure. I'm still finding my stage of place. I'm still finding it because I don't like committing. Don't we know? I don't. <laughs> no one knows that. No one knows. That. No, I don't like. I'm not a person with a favourite thing. Yeah. I like loads of different things. I'm a buffet. Which is good, I think. Yeah, I like a buffet rather than a main course. And it's, yeah, feel stagey wherever you are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not everywhere. Maybe not, yeah. <laughs> Weatherspoon's bathroom, probably not the place. Well, you yeah. never know. <laughs> well, I don't know. And there we go, that was Sam Pout's interview with Louis Emmett Stern, the writer of I Fucked You in My Spaceship, the sellout Vault Festival production which is now at the Soho Theatre from the 19th of June until the 8th of July 2023. If you're interested in booking the show after hearing Louis's comments, after hearing Louis's words about the production, then you could do so via the booking link in our episode notes wherever you are streaming this instalment of The Stagey Place. I'd love to thank Sam Pout so much for interviewing Louis for this episode. Once again, it was a fantastic interview that you could tell that they really knew each other with the banter that was coming off from what they were saying in today's instalment. So thank you Sam and thank you Louis for being a fantastic guest for The Stagey Place. And that's it for today's episode. So I'd love to thank, lastly, you, the listener, for tuning in. My name's been Elliot. You've been listening to The Stagey Place. And until next time, I hope you're keeping safe and staying stagey. Goodbye.